Hey everybody, I'm Robert Yerby, and I'm an insurance professional, and admittedly, kind of an insurance nerd. My friends and family tell me that nobody is going to want to listen to a podcast about insurance, so instead, on this show, I'm hoping to share a story or have a conversation with a guest about some relatable experience, and then show you how insurance impacts that story or topic. My hope is you'll enjoy a few laughs with me and maybe learn at least one interesting thing about insurance along the way. Here we go. All right. Hey, everybody. This is Robert. Thanks for listening to the podcast. I'm coming at you from Saline, Michigan today. I'm sitting at my sister Laura's dining room table. Hi, Laura. Hi. Good to see you. I dragged you kicking and screaming out here to do this podcast. And what word did you use? I was, I was like, let's, let's just go ahead and we'll do it right now. And what was the big word that you used? Perseverate. Perseverate. Okay. So you were like, I, we probably should do it now because otherwise I'll perseverate. I was like a split second from correcting you and be like, actually, it's pronounced perspirate. <laughs> Totally different meaning. <laughs> yeah. Well, okay. Well, you told me what the word meant and it's already flown out of my head. Uh, we're going to use a lot of two-syllable words on this podcast. Okay. Right? This is, there's a lot of insurance agents listening. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of people that went to public school like me. I've been in Michigan for, it feels like maybe five days, seen a lot of family. Yep. Didn't see you and your family till last night. We went to a Cubs Tigers game. Mm -hmm. Good times, right? Of course. Perfect weather, and your team won. Yeah, Cubs won in, in dramatic fashion. Mm -hmm. Scored a couple in the ninth, end up winning 7 6. Good stuff. Good stuff. Lots of Cubs fans out there, too. That was yeah. nice to see. And so, uh, yeah, our dad was out there, stepmother. Uh, it was a good group. Mm. Cool. Absolutely. It was a fun time. Right. I know you, you were nervous about, well, what the heck are we going to talk about? And I didn't want to tell you what we we're going to talk about. We're actually not going to talk about baseball. Okay. I, I feel like we've talked about baseball on this podcast a couple of times. Not that you'd know because you don't listen to the podcast. None of my friends and family ever <laughs> listen to this podcast and that's okay. That's okay. Yeah. Um, I'm sure you're awesome at it. I have trust in that. Uh, okay. All right. Thank you. I, I won't seek to correct you or anything like that. Hey, so of the of the things, I was kind of like scanning my brain, what have I been doing in Michigan? Uh, I hung out with our sister, Hannah, and, and Ashley. Mm -hmm. uh, a lot of people don't realize this. Got a lot of siblings. Mm -hmm. I've seen a lot on this trip. Um, but we have, there's 12 of us. Yeah. There's 12 of us total. So it gets tough to see everybody. Uh, Ashley... Um, Ashley's working with me and has been working with me for a couple of years. So I, I definitely, um, had at least a little bit of time kind of working with her. We went out to Grand Rapids and did some agency work. Uh, unfortunately I split my pants. Uh, <laughs> we were well, going, going to that's the definitely a story that, uh, you can tell for years to come. Yeah, I th well, and I know Ashley's going to tell the story. Well, I'll, I'll tell the quick version, I guess, here. So, so we're um, new members of this uh, association, this target group uh, that we're, we're seeking to get into. 
And so this association has a, a breakfast. Uh, it's every Friday out in Grand Rapids. And so, you know, I woke up in suburban Detroit. It's, it was a two-hour, 15-minute ride out to this breakfast. So I got up at 4.45 in the morning. Ashley got up even earlier than that, and she was driving me. And we get to the restaurant, and we're at the wrong location, right? And around the Grand Rapids area, there's, there's several locations of this restaurant. We're at the wrong one. So now we're, we're about 10 minutes away, 10, 15 minutes away, and we're, it's about 10 minutes before the thing starts. So we're not crazy late, but we're going to hustle now. And I'm getting into her truck, and I split my pants, like the whole backside, split it wide open. And I, I mean, I, I heard it, kind of felt it. And I said to Ashley, I was like, I think I just split my pants. She's like, what? And so I hopped out of the truck and I turned my back to her and I was like, can you tell I split my pants? She's like, oh, are you wearing red boxers? (laughs) I was like, oh crap. Dead giveaway. Yeah. So anyway, there's no place to get pants at 745 in Grand Rapids. True. So um, she had to do the breakfast by herself. And she did great. And she tells me that, like, like I was waiting in the car for an hour and a half. You know, she goes in and does her thing and she's meeting people and doing a good job. Uh, come out and she's like, oh, yeah, I was telling people at the, at the table. She's like, yeah, my boss came all the way from Phoenix, uh, split his pants, you know, in the <laughs> parking lots. We were waiting in the car. And I guess they loved it. They just ate it up and thought she was hilarious. Well, it's so, a great story. Truly. Yeah. No, and, and I'm, not, I'm not sorry that she used it. That, that's all fine. Yeah. Anyway. All right. So I'm getting around to, to seeing people later that same night, Ashley and Hannah and then uh, Andre, which is Hannah's fiance. We all go out. And Hannah is doing great with her business. I don't know if you've seen her or her website. Well, not just the website and the social media marketing, but like she has this uh, cat grooming business, cat hotel. Yeah. And she's crushing it. Uh, it's, well, we'll give a quick shout out, right? Mittens Pets in, uh, it's Ypsilanti, right? I'm not sure what city. I think it's um, Ypsilanti, Michigan. Okay. But yeah, like her website is amazing. I know she's very passionate about her work. She loves animals. Well, so she was, she was telling me how she's doing classes now for animal first aid. Yeah. That's pretty cool. I've never, like, I, I don't even know that, that that's a thing, but it should be. That, like, that's awesome. Yeah. I'm sitting here looking at your dog. Mm-hmm. Your, your dog one day might... Need want... some little 911 help. Yeah. Did you know that my son Jake's cat died? No. Oh, Aww. it had a heart attack. Right oh in front of him. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Had a heart attack. Uh, the, and the cat, I'm just going to ballpark it, maybe five, six years old. Oh, my gosh. So young. I, that's crazy. I think that's young for a cat. Yeah. Cats like live till they're like 15. It's not like this cat has had a rough life. It's an indoor cat. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I think they got it at a shelter. So maybe you don't know exactly the history, but for as long as they've had it. Yeah, it's just an indoor cat. Yeah. No, no stress. Yeah, Jazzy is nine, and she like I feel like has hip issues, and she's overweight. And 
So yeah, I could definitely see that being a service we might need. So you got to go learn how to do CPR yeah, on a dog. I, I need to learn from Hannah. I think she, I didn't hear how it went, but I think she's excited about doing it. So she's trained in okay. animal CPR and she's teaching the class. Well, yeah. So Jake's, Jake's not certified. His mm. cat died. Poor Jake. Yeah. Uh, and on, another interesting thing about these cats. So I was visiting them uh, a couple of weeks ago. They have another cat. They they came as a pair from the shelter. Were they siblings or just they just got them from the? No, they, they, they weren't even friends. Oh, okay. <laughs> they they weren't even friends. Did they become friends later? No. Oh, okay. No, they didn't. But I'm. Um, I mean, the Leo died of natural causes. It's not like we suspect that Maya had anything to do with his death. But they weren't friends. All right, got it. Anyway, the other cat, the surviving cat, Maya. She eats soup. I love soup. Well, I mean, I like soup too. <laughs> and it, those, you know, chilly summer nights in Chicago, I mean, it's soup weather. Uh, do they heat it up or do they like open up the can and just pour it in the bowl? Like, well, I had a lot of these same questions and I watched Ashley feed the cat. <laughs> She's like, the cat won't eat any solid food. So even if it's like chunky soup. So no kibble type stuff. No. Okay. No. All right, so keep going. I'm there's, curious. There's fancy cat soup. and um, So it's cat soup. It's not just like normal Campbell's. No, or, no, no, okay. no. It's special cat soup. Okay. Right. <laughs> if, it, if it was Campbell's, like, I mean, that'd be all right. Let's be... We could share it. Sure. No, it's special fancy cat soup for those discerning felines that, yeah, just can't be bothered with solid food i honestly i don't remember if she heated it up but i want to say yes and i watched the cat eat it uh, she slurped up all of the broth that was in there and then i feel like there was a couple of like little remaining like chunky pieces and ashley just tossed that so is it like noodles and meat and veggies or is it just meat it looked like broth with maybe a few little bits of meat okay. but the cat doesn't eat the meat just likes the broth. Yeah. Very interesting. Very interesting. Then also, so I guess we're on a pet topic. Yeah. So I'm at mom's house last week. With Buddy. Yeah, she has a dog, Buddy. What kind of dog is it? Uh, it's a, now we forget, poodle and, Talk gosh, microphone. I forget. I don't know why it's escaping me. Right. But it's something poodle, but it's tiny. It's a like, little fluffy. Yeah, it's like a three pound dog. Three pounds? Five, maybe. Okay, whatever. It's it's a little a little dog barks his head off all the time, and they they bought him the food. It's it's dog food, but it's like they advertise as like real food, and they heated that dog food up, and they offered it to him. He won't eat it. I don't know what they spent on this fancy dog food, but he won't eat it. He just wants to eat table food. Yeah, he likes uh, Arby's uh, pork chops. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Who wouldn't, I guess. Right. So do you guys spend a lot on your dog? Like, do you get fancy like, food? Do you get... Oh, I thought you meant when we bought her. We got her from a shelter, so that wasn't expensive. Um, we, She eats kibble, and she's happy with that. We take her to the vet, but, I mean, and get her nails cut and stuff like that, but not a whole lot. Um, her medications, of course. So, like, 
heartworm stuff and flea and tick stuff. But I also know that she is a an in, very important member of our family. Okay, so the medications you were talking about, is that just regular dog stuff? I'm not yeah, a dog guy. that's regular dog stuff. So she's so, not sick. No. But, like, I've definitely considered the fact that if she did get sick, like, it's super expensive to pay for surgeries or x-rays. Oh, like, yeah. x-rays are super expensive. Um, so just to diagnose something with your pet would be expensive beyond then once you have a diagnosis, having to treat it. So they have, they have like a pet insurance that you can buy. Just, you know, like a... Do they? They do. Really? Do you have pet insurance? I do not. Why not? You just said that he was an important part of your family. Well, first of all, it's a she. <clears throat> oh. She's offended right now. <laughs> okay. Sorry, Jazzy. Uh, but I think when it comes down to it, I don't know what that, co- that insurance covers. If it would be enough and do, I don't know. This is my first long-term pet that I've had. Mm-hmm. So I don't know, but I, I, I know it's an option. I know I know enough about pet insurance to be slightly more than dangerous. I'll speak generally maybe about insurance. Yeah, just speak generally about insurance. You can, you can buy different kinds of insurance that will cover like known expenses that are coming up, like those medications for your dog. You could probably get a policy. I'm sure you'd get a policy that will cover those expenses. But if you know that those are going to be items you have to pay for, so does the insurance company. And that's going to be priced into the premium that you pay. So you're going to pay the money to the insurance company, and then they just give it right back to you, or they pay it to the provider. That's highly inefficient. And and I, just speaking personally, I don't like insurance policies that cover known expenses. That makes sense. Whether it's dental, pet health insurance. I mean, any, any stuff like that. I don't want to pay premiums for stuff I know I'm going to pay anyway. There's also policies, talking pet insurance, that will just pay for emergencies and catastrophic stuff mm-hmm. like x-rays and surgery. But here's, here's something I find interesting about pet insurance. Pets are property. Even though you say she's a family member, mm-hmm. pets, legally speaking, are property. And so the insurance policies that are written for pet insurance, they're written on property insurance forms and now I know I'm getting into like a little outside your understanding of insurance but um, think of it like car insurance car insurance is also property insurance one of the key principles of property insurance is indemnity okay you can't insure a piece of property for more than it's worth and that gets tricky with pets again I'll go back to you said she's a valuable part of your family Mm mm-hmm we don't insure sentimental value right. on any kind of property. So a pet, this, this, this is where it gets interesting. I, I'm, I, actually, I'll start with the car again. So if you've got a Chevy, you can only insure that Chevy for the actual cash value. They, they can't pay you any more for that. So if you get into an accident in your Chevy and it's a bad accident, the insurance company might say, <clears throat> the most we're going to pay is, all right, the the ACV, and so we got to total out that Chevy, and we're just going to pay you cash for what it was worth. Okay. They don't do that with pets. I guess, fortunately, for those that feel like they're valuable parts of the family, they don't do that with pets. I think you also said you didn't really pay a whole lot for the dog. Right. To replace your dog isn't going to be very expensive, but what you want is insurance so that if the dog gets cancer, they can operate on that tumor. Right. I can prolong her life. Yeah. 
she, you know, tears her ACL, you know, maybe you get surgery on that. So she's comfortable Mm -hmm. in my, in my view, as an insurance guy, (laughs) I view that property policy and say, that's bananas. Okay. If the dog gets hurt, the most you can insure is the $50 it is to get a new dog. We need your, your dog gets hurt. We need to total out that dog and get you a new dog that, that from an insurance perspective, I think that's how that absolutely should go. But that's not what people buy. That's not what people want. Right. So you buy a, you buy a policy for $20,000 maximum to, I I guess, pay for all of the different surgeries and tests and and whatnot. But I think that's crazy. Well, I think that's why most people don't do it, (laughs) including myself. Like as much as I love her to death, like or love her, I, that, that was actually the wrong thing to say. I love her so much, but we're also not going to take out a policy on her mm. for that reason. Like, it's too expensive. And, I mean, some of the stories that I've had from friends with their pets, it, it's just astronomical, the costs. And sometimes you can buy, like, a month or two or whatever, but or you have to pay for a prescription, and it still only provides them with a short-term extended life. Hmm. But it's, yeah. I don't know, it's its definitely something I've thought about. Yeah, I, I really don't know what the premiums cost, you know, whether it's, it's emergency and catastrophic coverage or, you know, the more comprehensive things. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, I could guess. I mean, there's probably people that are spending, you know, $100 or more. Now, and after the podcast, I'm going to look it up, and I'm going to probably be like... <laughs> like a maze people are spending you know 250 or 300 or something maybe I, I i don't know depending on how many pets you have I, I definitely now that i'm thinking about it i can definitely see some families spending hundreds of dollars to insure their pets mm-hmm. wow yeah kind of bananas to me because you can get another pet and they're not that expensive except it's not yeah that I, pet yeah I, I get that and jazzy is worth more than 200 dollars to me which is what we paid for her. Okay. <laughs> All right. Hmm. Well, I should probably disclose, I, I'm not a pet guy. I, uh, other than when we were kids and we had, you know, cats and that one little... Amanda and TC. What was the little dog's name? Oh, Daisy. Yeah. We had a dog, you know, when I was in high school for a little bit. but For I, like a year. I've never, as an adult, I've never had pets because mm-hmm. uh, I'm just cold-hearted. Um, I, I, Yeah. I, I can't love that way. No, I just don't like, I don't like taking care of things, basically. Yeah. And it's it's just, I don't like chores. I feel like I've also talked on the podcast at length about how I don't like chores. Pets bring chores. <laughs> yeah. And I can tell you that uh, I was guaranteed by my family that Jazzy, if we got a dog, she would be walked, fed, done all the stuff by my family. Because I was the one that didn't want a dog. Okay. Guess who does all that stuff? I'm thinking you. Uh, yep, would be correct. Well, You're... nobody walks her. She sucks <clears throat> at walking. Who picks up the poop? Well, that would be Monty because he does the lawn. Oh, so it just stays out there until he... Mm-hmm. Uh... She's a little dog. It's a little poop. But then it's like an Easter egg hunt, right? He doesn't <laughs> know exactly where it is, right? Well, he like walks back and forth like in straight lines like that. Like like he's demining a, a war field? Yeah, kind of. Well, there you go. You were telling me he spends a ton of time on that lawn. I mean, that's <laughs> that's probably part yeah, of it. Yeah. Deterred the grass before you can mow it, for sure. Otherwise, you're just stepping in it. Okay. <laughs> All right, kids. Well, let's just call that one interesting thing about insurance. Laura, was this so bad? <laughs> no. 
Were you perseverating? Perseverating. Perseverating? No, it's over. So oh. now I don't have to think about it anymore. I, I'm going to have to look that up. I don't, I don't remember what it means. But thank you for joining me. I appreciate it. <laughs> and uh, anybody else out there listening, if you uh, are a licensed insurance agent or adjuster, you need uh, insurance continuing education, check out our live webinars at bmfce.com. And hey, if you like the podcast, give us a rating, a review, tell your sister, tell your brother, tell your uncle and your grandpa, and uh, we'll have another episode in a couple weeks. Thanks.